Bronze, nothing makes me feel more glamorous than my everyday luxury jewelry from Majori. I don't care if I'm on day three of the same pajamas or sweatpants like I've been wearing for the past four months. As long as I've got on my Majori pieces, I'll always feel put together. Majori makes fine jewelry for any outfit, any occasion, and every day. God, I love jewelry. They use premium materials like 14 karat gold, sterling silver, freshwater pearls, and yes, broads, even diamonds. Mm. But unlike with other luxury jewelry companies, you won't have to pay through the roof for quality. That's right. Majori gives you amazing pieces without the 10 times markups that you're usually charged at traditional retailers. And look, Becca and I are both moms. Mother's Day is coming up. I think we can both agree we wouldn't mind getting anything from Majori this year. The stuff oh is good. Oh my gosh, no. Hint, hint. Hint, hint. Hint, 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 hint <laughs> chatty bros. I 100% co-sign that. Head to Majori.com slash chatty for 10% off your first order. That's spelled M-E-J-U-R-I dot com slash chatty. Get 10% off your first order. So I am already dreaming about dinner, like right now. And the reason mm. I've been dreaming about dinner since pretty much when I woke up is because I've been using Green Chef recently and the food is next level amazing. Oh my God, I love Green Chef. So good. It's the first USDA certified organic meal kit company that makes eating healthier, simple, sim- more simple than ever. Whether you're a keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, or just wanted to incorporate some healthy, fresh meals into your week, Green Chef has options for you. Green Chef delivers pre-portioned, perfectly packaged ingredients right to your door with super simple instructions that will create a home-cooked, fresh meal in less time than it would take to grocery shop for the ingredients, okay? So tonight's dinner is sesame ginger salmon, and like I said, I'm already dreaming about it. Yum, yum! Mm -hmm. Go to greenchef.com slash 90chatty. Use code 90chatty to get $90 off, including free shipping. That's code 90chatty at greenchef.com slash 90chatty for $90 off, including free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Okay, broads. How are you doing, broads? Becca, um, my house is haunted. And, you know, I'm sitting here with you, and I know we have a lot to talk about. We have a lot of bat- some big Bachelor news. But we are, hit- we are currently sitting in the studio of a haunted home. I'm not going to lie. I don't know if your spirits just come out to play at night and I am not under I, I look, I'm going to say this disclaimer. I fully believe your house is haunted based mm-hmm. on everything you've said. I mm-hmm. fully believe you. However, it's interesting. I do not feel I do not feel a single ounce of haunted when I'm in your home. I feel nothing until the evening. Nothing until, until the, the evening. darkness. <laughs> until the darkness that's in. And then, like I said, our babysitters, it's all of them have brought it up. Though. Well, I mean, yeah, the yeah, darkness. It's like almost weirder that all of a sudden it's like it's, and I it's also everything think, shifts and I changes. I also think, too, like I don't hear random things throughout the day. It's like louder outside. I'm not hearing like, right. you know, random things. But uh, Broads, if you didn't see on my social media, this past the past couple of days let's, just got a little wild. Let's lay it all out. Let's do the background. I really, I really want to just paint a picture of what's going on for the naysayers that will be in our comments. Let's just start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. Oh, love that. Um, the, bar- the very beginning is this uh don't forget to leave out your your for people who haven't heard don't forget about the uh 
Anyway, everything. Oh, oh yes. The dolls. Quick photo. (laughs) Very quick recap. We moved into this house a few years ago. Um, We do live across from a cemetery, um, which I've had different mediums, et cetera, tell me that that shouldn't matter. So I'm like, yeah, I don't I don't feel like it has to do with the cemetery. I don't think so either. Uh, but over the past couple years, immediately when we moved in, any babysitter that we had, and when I say any, I mean every single one, which may be like four or five that we've had over the past few years, have all mentioned at one point asking if anyone has ever said, does this house feel haunted while we're gone? They said That's they such have, like, by the way, you have to really be compelled to ask someone that. Yes. And a few of our babysitters have been kind of shyer people, like not ones that they, they, I've been surprised that they said, hey quick question is your house haunted right you know what i mean like they have a hard sometimes they get like shy just like chatting let alone asking if my house is haunted and then um over the past years we've had certain things happen like for instance a random old man one day show up and leave a very old photo of the house outside our door with no explanation you weren't there um, Tell me again what happened that real quick. So I was there, but like I was towards the back of the house and I don't typically answer the door when someone knocks. Okay. I just don't. I've always been so weird about that. That's, I don't answer the door. That's interesting. I refuse to do it. So if you ever find my house and knock, I won't answer. Don't take it personally. Um, so I saw this little old man walk up, knock on the door. And I'm thinking like, I mean, I don't know. We have a lot of salespeople come and knock on on the doors what if uh, it was like your neighbor telling you that like your car got broken into or some shit like you know i feel like that's that's true but i also have most of the numbers of my neighbors okay. and i know what they look okay. like so it wasn't someone that i recognized okay. and okay. he was just this little man and i was like oh he's probably wanting to like sell something and like honestly i just didn't have the you know uh energy uh-huh. in my introvertness to have a conversation uh-huh. um and so he knocked on the door and then like disappeared and it was kind of weird and then i looked and he had a photo of the house from like a long time ago leaning up against the door with no explanation he was just it framed? left it there yes it's framed okay. nothing behind the picture i've dissected the frame yeah. i've opened it up i've done it all nothing and then we had a neighbor and give black us and white, correct? black and white. Yes. Uh, and then we had a neighbor give us two very old dolls that the one of the older owners of the house apparently left to one of the more recent owners. And then the more recent owners gave, gave it to, to our neighbor. neighbor. And then the neighbor was like, oh, you have a daughter. You may want these dolls. And I was like, of them? I don't have pictures of them. Oh I know. God, I know. You I know. idiot. I'm a horrible <laughs> influencer. OK, I don't do this of anything. It's problematic in my life. <sighs> Didn't take photos of them. Looked like very, very old Cabbage Patch dolls. Okay. In fact, maybe I do have one photo. I gotta have to go through my They're archives. Probably, we're guessing probably like if it's Cabbage Patch. But like they kind of look like esque, Cabbage So maybe, patch. L- but probably not older than like 50s or 60s. Yeah, they're probably era. 50s. 50s. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking. They look very old, though. And of course, I did not want them. But my daughter happened to be standing there and was like, I must have these. Well, weird stuff started to happen. And I didn't initially associate it with the dolls. I had always kind of at nighttime felt a little bit of a spirit around the house, um, but didn't like talk about it a lot because it didn't feel it felt like it was in the kitchen. It didn't feel like aggressive or whatever. It just kind of felt calm in there. But I felt it at nighttime when I'd go in and get like a late night drink of water. Um, But then... Like two months after we got the dolls ish, maybe I have bad timelines. Uh, I started like there were weird things that started to happen around the house. Like I'd hear shit in the attic a lot. Shit would be moved around in the attic when we'd look up 
and like not something that like a animal. No, I think basically would do. they they had a bunch of their boxes near the opening of the attic, and then when they opened the attic, the boxes had been pushed, pushed away from away, the opening, like towards the back. Okay, and then. Around the doll time, you didn't I, get any. You didn't get any work done in the attic, like any kind of like no one, like an electrician didn't go up there by any chance. Nothing zero like work. that. Nothing. Okay, zero work. Because this was during like pandemic. Just times. clarifying for the yeah. For the, nobody, you know, the nobody was. I'm gonna there. be. I'm gonna be the sure. Like, sure. I, yeah. Nobody was up there. And then I started to get these weird things, like where around four thirty in the morning, I would wake up for a while, for like a couple weeks, I would wake up from this weird buzzing. You know, like when your ear's ringing? Mm-hmm. I thought at first it was just my ear ringing. It would wake me no, up. No, it's a portal from the dead. <laughs> it would wake me up. Uh-huh. And I would be like, where is that coming from, that high-pitched sound? And I'd walk into near where the attic was, like the hallway, and it would be so loud. And then I'd take a step, and it would be gone. What? You haven't told me about this. Stop yeah. it. What? I talked about it. I went on Roz's podcast and I talked a little bit about it. It, it is ringing. And I was like, Jessica, what is wrong with you? Like I and then I started to be like, you're go, you're losing it. Like you're being so paranoid. But it was really weird. Like this high pitched ringing that would wake me up for like weeks at the, around the same time, around like 430 in the morning. So it was kind of a light, a little bit light outside. So I wasn't like quite as scared, but that almost freaked me out a little bit more that it was like the sun was coming up and I'm having these kind of weird haunting feelings. And then since then, I threw the dolls away. I don't think it had to do with the dolls. I mean, I think like it's it a eased, doll intertwined, but I don't. Okay. It eased. And let me say this, but by the way, now? I would have given the dolls away, but I'm pretty sure they were haunted. So I literally drove and I put them in like a random like like dumpster that I don't think anybody would go into because I didn't want anyone to be haunted by these dolls. Okay. And now in the past couple weeks, it's gotten weird again. Like to the point where when did you, when did you, when did you throw away the dolls? I threw away the dolls about like maybe a month and a half ago, two months ago. What? Yeah. Wait, two months ago, maybe more. We talked about it like did I? We talked about it like six months ago. Becca, when I tell you my timeline, okay, I, I believe you. I, I believe don't you. know. I don't know. I think I think you threw them away sometime like oh, wait, last year. Because it was when I moved rooms for Ember. Okay, yeah. So, so that like, was a couple months ago. That was, was maybe more four than or five months, months ago. ago. Four or five months ago. Last fall, know. probably. Six months ago. Is it that long? Jeez, I this year I don't even I can't comprehend. Like, yeah, we're not even in last year I don't anymore. Even know. It's I fine. don't. I have no. It's idea. fine. Okay. But, like, it didn't get worse, like, right after you got rid of the dolls, right? Like, after I got rid of them? Yeah. No, it, it got way better. Okay. I, okay. I felt like it got better. Okay. And again, I was like, I'm like, Jess, are you, right. are you reading into this? Right. But it felt like it got better. And then in the past couple of weeks, it's gotten really weird again. Okay. And, Have like, there been any objects or anything? Like, well, Evan, which again, he's the skeptical king, right? Okay. He's very skeptical, but he had felt weirdness in the house. And I was staying at my mom's house the other day with Ember and Evan literally called me and was like, I can't sleep. And I'm like, why? And he's like, I was in the studio uh, tonight and random shit would just be falling. Like stuff that is like very, like it's stuck. It never would move on its own or is just falling over. And he was working with one of his buddies who was seeing it and was like, dude, something is fucking weird is going on. Like random shit is falling over. They'd have like weird feedback while they were recording stuff. It was getting really weird. <gasps> oh, wait, I keep going. I'm sorry. I know we need to listen to the I have feedback, a whole theory, but I'm wondering if he erased it. OK, so then then he goes into to go. Did you just hear that click? 
That wasn't me, right? No, it was like a little pop sound over there. No, I it, the pop, which someone would have to press it. I have it my sounds, headphones on. It sounds, the pop sounded like, like, you know how he has his audio keyboard over there with uh-huh. the little, like, you know, the drum packs were all like, pop, 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 yeah, pop. Yeah. It sounded like just one single, like, pop. Like, so they got, like, like a one got hit. Yeah. <laughs> No, see, okay, so when the when the air really starts moving, then, then that moves. Then that the moves. The okay. curtain the curtain oh, and the okay, hair. Okay, 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 the okay. curtain and the hair and the light starts moving. Okay. Because sometimes for some reason it blows blows stronger over there. But I definitely heard that pop sound. I wonder if you'll be able to hear it in the recording. I don't know, but I was like pop. Uh broads. We are living in the age of gizmos and gadgets. Everything is smart, something now, and honestly, I'm here for it. I love a smart product. And now, if you're a cat owner, you've mm. got to check out Pretty Litter, the smartest, most advanced kitty litter on the market. And if you're wondering what makes Pretty Litter so great, let me tell you. First of all, it has the ability to detect early signs of potential illness, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. If Pretty Litter detects illness, it changes color to alert you. So I have two cats. I started using Pretty Litter just to have the peace of mind that I know if anything is off cats are notoriously sneaky when it comes to hiding illness so this is great Uh, pretty litter is also the best choice when it comes to minimizing mess and dust it's ultra absorbent crystals trap odor instantly and can last for up to a month and you won't find any of the irritants that can aggravate allergies or asthma that traditional litters tend to be full of i know my dad struggled with this pretty litter changed the game for him uh pretty litter is safe uh not only for your furry friends but your whole household and the icing on the cake pretty litter is delivered right to your front door in a small lightweight bag so you never have to lug those huge tubs of litter around the store ever again your cat deserves the best your cat deserves the world's smartest kitty litter do what i did and make the switch to pretty litter today today by visiting prettylitter.com and use promo code chatty for 20 percent off your first order that's prettylitter.com promo code chatty for 20 percent off prettylitter.com promo code chatty Okay, besties, so what kind of friends would Becca and I be if we didn't clue you all in on our favorite finds? The answer is not very good friends, Mm. not very good ones. Uh, That's why we've got to tell you about Rothy's, our favorite brand making sustainable shoes, masks, and bags. Not only are Rothy's products sustainable, but they're also so cute. There are tons of different styles, colors, and pattern options to choose from with more constantly being added. Refinery29 says Rothy's are equal parts comfortable and chic, and I've got to agree Mm -hmm. when i got my first pair of rothies i put them on and it felt like they had just been made for me there's zero break-in period and they're comfortable enough to wear while i'm chasing after my little ones all day while also being stylish enough to throw on for a meeting they're one of the most versatile items in my closet there it is crazy how comfortable they are like beyond comfortable and are you ready to hear the best part 100 Mm. percent machine washable can you believe it you can increase the life of your shoes uh exponentially because now instead of throwing them out when they start looking really worn or dirty or dingy you just toss them in the wash and it's like you have a brand new pair again i can get white shoes now yes 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 uh this is especially handy on the shoes i buy for my daughter because that girl plays hard and i just ordered her the cotton candy sneakers because she's been telling me how pretty they are every chance she gets she's dropping a lot of hints and i can't wait to see her face when i surprise her with them um and you know i'll just be happy knowing 
that they're going to last her a really long time as well. Check out all the amazing shoes, bags, and masks available right now at rothys.com slash chatty. That's rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash chatty. Style and sustainability be meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash chatty today. So, okay. anyway. <laughs> so, then after he was recording, he went into our bedroom and um, Ember had her monitor in there uh, that's, you know, in our room for her bedroom and it was still on. And he was saying he got in bed and he started hearing really weird sounds coming from the monitor from her room. And he said it sounded like hissing. Also talk about the Velcro sound and the, and the male voices. stuff. That was that was then more recently. So that was when I got back home. So this is all the, this is, the past like 10 this days. This is in the past 10 days. So then Evan was hearing that we I was gone and he's literally FaceTiming me like I can't fall asleep, which is very unlike yeah. him. And he's like, I'm too freaked out. He's like, I, I cannot fall asleep. So then the next night I was going to be gone, too. And he literally blasted music and a, a TV show to like get himself to fall asleep because he so was too. Oh, God, he's great. <laughs> God is strong. He's just like rocking back and forth in bed. Just like, oh like, my God. Be real. Um, and <sighs> so then I came back. Also, let me note this Ember. And then this all started falling together for me. Ember in the past couple weeks has been having these things where she, um, I mean, I talked about on the podcast the other day where she was like the whisper in my ear. Remember? And it said her name and we were screaming. I talked about it on the podcast. No, we, it was after we had stopped recording after on Harry's. No, that was another one. On the podcast, we talked like uh, at the end of one of our more recent episodes, like a week and a half ago, we talked about how um, she had, I was like in her room that one night and she called me like an hour or like oh, 20 I do minutes remember after. this now. And she's yeah, like, okay. mom, there was a whisper. I'm like, what did the whisper say? And she's like, it said, Amber. And then I did, I wanted to leave the room because I was like, fuck. Well, <laughs> you're like, bye, bitch. That's right. We can talk about this. Now I remember. Now I remember. Um, now I remember. So, so, so <laughs> she's now been, I'm now realizing like she's been calling me about 10 to 20 minutes after I put her to sleep calling me saying, mom, I had a dream where I'm like, I don't think she fell asleep that fast. She's like, I had a dream. Um, and, uh, and she's like, they're 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 always negative. So she's telling me like either there's this this scary whisper or there's you know just some sort of weird voice. I'm and just then, horrified right now. I'm looking around like, oh my I know, god, I what know. the fuck? And then okay, and then we had. Uh, I'm afraid something's about to grab my shoulder like any minute. And then we had our guest o- or our guest over who the episode with this person, our controversial guest, comes out on Thursday. Um, and now that crickets in here. There's crickets from hell God. descending upon us. Um, and we have our guest uh, who was recording with us a couple days ago. And Ember comes in and you were talking to our guest. And she was like, Mom, I had another scary dream last night. And I was like, what? And she was like, there was a portal. And there were scary people at the she, end she of the portal. The portal. She used the word portal. She used the word portal. She used the word portal. Specifically. Specifically used the word portal. So then later that night... Uh, weird, like it got real hectic really quick. She was like, she was crying. She wouldn't go to sleep. She was like, I'm seeing these people and they're like taking me out into the forest. Like that's what she called me 20 minutes after I put her down. And she's like, these people are taking me out to the forest and they have my lovey, her little busby. And she's like, they have my lovey and they're burning it. And there are these scary faces. And I'm like, what the fuck? And she's like, and then there's this portal and there's again with this portal thing. And then I'm like, Ember, it's okay. You just were kind of having these bad. And I was like hugging or whatever. And then I leave the room. I think Evan's going to be exercising. I think he's in the next room changing. Exorcising or? 
you're exercising. Important. Exorcising. <laughs> and then I hear Velcro, like he's like, I don't know, putting on like a shoe or something. I don't know. And then like I hear like voices speaking like he has the phone on speakerphone or he's listening to like a YouTube video while he's changing. And so I, I needed him to do something for me. So I'm like, Evan, Evan. And I don't hear him. And I go into the room where the sound is coming from 10 feet away from me. And there's no one in the room. And then he hears some shit on the side of the house. And then I start hearing like some weird shit in the attic. And then him and I are sitting together. And as we're eating dinner, we start hearing these like loud thud style footsteps up in the attic. And then we're like, we freak out. And then we hear this weird thing on the side of the house. And the water is going crazy on this. Like, yeah, it, it just got really, really, really wild, like really quickly. So since then? So since then, we've been gone. We were gone the past couple of days. We fled our home. <laughs> and this is going to be our first night back when we're recording this in the past couple of days. But Craig's girlfriend DM'd me and she does this. So she's going to come over and she is going to, you Did know. Did you ever text Jessica Lonyadu? I didn't text Jessica Oh, Lonyadu. bitch, you got to text her. I know, I need her. to text her. I know. Peace and love to Craig's girlfriend, but I do not believe in her as strongly as I believe in Jessica Lonyadu. I know, I should text Jessica. I always feel so bad with these busy people. You got to be careful. You got to be careful. I don't know Craig's girlfriend. Peace and love, peace and love, peace and love. But... What if she's not that experienced and what if she makes it, what if she makes it worse? Well, you know, you and I talked about me, like, like what if I just like tried to record and put the white noise on and like asked it questions? I don't, I don't know. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel great. I'll, I'll tell you that. Cause I've felt the presence in the house before, but not a negative one. And this one does not feel nice. And on top of now, Ember having these like, okay, now hear me out though. Okay. One word interstellar what if it's one of you in the future in a black hole coming through knocking stuff over and the that's the portal and, and i'm that, like am i trying to commute and i buzz that buzz what if that's aliens and there's a portal in your attic to this space stop stop it right now i will say this the ringing in my ear and then it like but alien esque. But again, it wasn't the. It wasn't a ringing in my ear. But it was that sound. The okay. sound of a ringing in your ear. That was the thing that scared me the most in this whole thing. That's been the thing that's freaked me out the most because it would literally be like I'd wake up and everyone would be sleeping and this house would be so quiet and there would just be this ringing, and I just I knew where it was in the hallway, but I couldn't place it and I couldn't see where it was coming from so I'm like testing out I'd be I would literally go to every faucet in the home and all the ways that water can come out and I was like messing with it to be like is it a pipe because it didn't sound like a pipe but what the hell is that a portal it's a portal you're right now is it a portal to hell space the spirit world what's happening here any any Buffy hell's mouth it is hell's mouth Satan. No, I don't think it's hell's. <sighs> I'm fine with it being an alien portal. So long as like I would, I, you know, you know how we feel about the aliens and I'm like, please, I like I come in peace. Please welcome Does the Ember aliens. Does say they're adults faces? Have you asked her? She's uh, the faces that she's described have been like skeleton like faces. So she said they look like skulls. What the fuck? Yeah. In a forest. And like, also, 
she was watching, you know, around Halloween times, she was watching a lot of Nightmare Before Christmas. So when she had brought up any like sort of like skull before, I'd be like, oh, well, you're watching Jack Skeleton and like all that stuff. But she hasn't been watching anything recently that has any sort of illusion or any skulls in it or anything like that. I wonder if any ritualistic sacrifice has taken place in these parts. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me considering the narrative that she's spewing about her, like her before dreams, dreams. They're like, she's not sleeping yet. They were burning her lovey. They were burning her lovey, which is horrifying, that poor sweet thing. Yes, skulls burning your stuffed animal. That's, yeah, that's horrifying. Yes. And then she goes into a portal. I don't know. Did she say the faces were at the end of the portal? Hmm. That she said something like that. Hmm. Oh, and when she sat with uh, us yeah. earlier, she said that there were faces at the end of the portal in her discussion. And now she's going through the portal. She was going through the portal. She went through the forest, saw these people in with their faces, their skull faces, burning her lovey. And now then she went through a portal afterwards. I don't know if there's anything at the end. If I'm being completely real with you, I was really hoping she'd finish up describing her dreams so I could swiftly exit the yeah. room. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Fair, fully fair. Um, yeah, so, well, you know, and it's not easy to get the records. I'm going to actually call sometime this week, putting it on my to-do list to figure out how it's not easy. Uh, LA is not online. You can't search. You can't search like your, de- your the deed history. Becca has been a hell of a friend and she has been researching for me the background of this home. Trying because to figure out like, you know, the if old man. I know. I know. The old man or the owner of the dolls has got to have some connection to all of this. Right. I just say, yeah, I'm just wondering if he died. That that and yeah, that's what here, I said. I was right? like, maybe he, maybe he maybe the man who left the photo like died and now he's like haunting it. Because what I was telling you over the phone is, I was like, maybe he has like some unresolved trauma that took place here, and maybe this is his effort, someone else's effort to rectify it in some way. But I don't know the buzzing and the I don't know. Have you ever seen so, Suspiria? No, what's that? <laughs> it's a really, really scary movie about like a demonic ballerina cult. I have not seen it. <laughs> You'd like it, actually. Really scary. So though. I love horror movies. Like I wonder but if this I can't has... watch them in my house right now. Like it's too, I feel like I'm inviting something in. And you know what? <sighs> you know what I fucking blame? I blame Hereditary. I we blame it here. You know, remember, I still haven't watched it. I won't remember watch it. I won't how watch I told it. You, you scared me to death. And the so, end. Yeah. The end of Hereditary. They speak. Like like demonic ritual. Stop! Oh my and, god! And they actually like you. You don't hear them until the very end. Sorry, this isn't. Is this a spoiler? It's the movie's been out for a yeah, while. Whatever. Spoil they it. speak like you don't hear them saying it uh, throughout the movie, and then at the very end, they say the name of a demon, and they say it actually in the movie. And I looked at Evan as soon as they said it, and I go, I feel like. I feel like this just put something in our home. Like, it kind of freaked me out. So Stop it. I, 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 do, I do not recommend that movie. It is so scary. And I, the, the movie is just, just like I've said before, it's tra- a traumatizing movie, and I, I hated it. It was very well done movie. The acting was unbelievable. It was too good. It was too good. And I don't believe it was acting. It was real. Okay, that aside, I do wonder if there is some sort of, like, this is, has some connection to the occult. That's my biggest fear. I know, mine too. Like, I'm fine if, you know, someone once lived here and is like, this is my home and wants to stay here. Like, I welcome you. This was your home before it was my home. Like, you know, we we can both reside here. We can both be here happily together. Um, 
But what if some shit used to go down here? And like the reason Stop they pass on the think dolls. Of hereditary. Stop. Stop. I haven't seen Hereditary. Dude, you're, you're. Oh my god. But like, I have to say, like the weird thing about her seeing them burn the like Busby. Like, yeah, what if it's some sort of a cult thing and like sacrificing? Like, what if the dolls there was some sort of like ritualistic thing placed on them and the whoever the dolls belong to? Yeah, like why <laughs> would she have that weird thought? That's not something. Why would I have that weird thought? No, I'm saying why would she have? Oh, that I was like, weird I have thought. a lot of weird thoughts. <laughs> Um, excuse me, bitch. Uh, no, why would Ember like that's like that's I don't not think she something. Made that up. No, well, she doesn't make up anything. Yeah, she's not wired that way. Like she, no, she makes up stories all the time. But like she's not wired in the way to. I'm like I had a dream with skulls at the end of the portal, and they were burning my no, stuffed she, animal. No, she's the type of person who I go, Ember. Did you have a fun dream last night? And she goes, No, I don't remember anything. <laughs> it's like if she had the dream, she'll tell you. Like she's not gonna make that shit up. Yeah. Oh my god, I just had a really scary thought. Stuff, what is it? <sighs> what if it's some sort of like occult thing where what they do, used to do something weird with children and like they would use the dolls or the stuffed animals as like some sort of way to get do something to the children? Okay, well now I have to move. Don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hate me because I'm right. <laughs> But that's what's been going on in my house, and I so appreciate all of you. Do you feel you. any weird spiritual energy around Busby? No, Bus Busby is pure. We've got to confiscate him. <laughs> that will cause more havoc in my home <laughs> than the demons. <laughs> if I take away Busby, Lord knows I lost Busby, and I got an exact replacement of Busby because I lost Busby. It's a common toy. And I got the same exact one, hoping Ember wouldn't notice. And I handed it to her. I was like, good night. Because she didn't know that I had lost it. Yeah. I literally, within two hours, I found another one at the store. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Handed it to her. She took the Busby, per usual, always just yeah. get, hands it. She looked at it. She smelled it. And she goes, this isn't Busby. <laughs> she just sniffed it and was like, nah. It's it looked that, exactly like it. got that Target smell. Yeah, she was like, this isn't Busby. And so then I had to replace it. It's actually, this one's name is Buzz Bay because she doesn't, and when I call it Buzz Bee, like how I have been, she immediately corrects me. She goes, no, That's you Buzz lost Buzz Bee. Yeah, Buzz this Bay. is Buzz Bay. Uh, okay, so what if actually... Uh, I'm telling you that, the, and it's like, it's so on the nose, but the attic, there's something... Okay, I think that the old man, I believe... And under the house. What if the old man... Yeah, it was like him and like his sister or something. It was like her dolls. And then like, what if the dolls, yeah, have some sort of relation to like stuff that happened to them as a kid. And then he was trying to... Like, what if he's actually been trying to like shed this weight of like some weird shit, fucked up shit that happened here. And that's why he was like, wanted to talk to you and bring you the picture. And like the picture was a excuse for him to like, and, like talk to you. like his healing moment could have been talking to me. And yeah. because I am an introvert and I avoid interaction sometimes you were just admit it you up. were afraid he was a jehovah's witness just admit it okay truth be told <laughs> truth be told so i didn't want to hear about no, 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 but like maybe it was his excuse that's why he brought the picture with him but he wanted to talk to you and like maybe like feel something out and like see if there was any weird stuff going on in the house and same with the dolls thing like maybe that old you don't have any way to Fuck, the old owners died, didn't you know he? Then I'm, he gave the dolls to. Do you know what to? I'm picturing? Do you know what I'm picturing now? Is I'm picturing a couple of kids. You know, you're a stupid, yeah. you're a stupid kid. And you're like, let's go into the graveyard late at night. 
And like one night, him and his sister Let's do like dead man in the graveyard. Yes, and they did like a Ouija board in the graveyard and like whatever it like attached to them. And like they brought it back into the house. So maybe like being near the, the graveyard isn't like things aren't transferring over here, but maybe like they got into some ish when they were kids over in the graveyard. Or what if the old man was a ghost? I, you know, I've Dropping thought off of, the picture. I've thought about it, though, because I'm telling you, like, he dropped it off. And then when he left, he like, I, I didn't see where he went. I did, there wasn't a car. I was like looking out because I was like, who's that? You know, whatever. I don't want to talk. But like, maybe you should get rid of the photo. I know. I feel like I should. Maybe you should burn it. I haven't gotten rid of it because I ah, feel bad. Sometimes that could wor- it gets worse if you burn it. I don't know what to do with it. I need to call someone. So wait, you should. You wait, wait, wait. Yeah, you should. You should. You should like. I need to feel send like I need to protect. or give the relic. Like you should. You should like someone like Jessica. Someone extremely experienced in like mediumship. You should give them the object and be like, "Do you sense anything? What's going on here?" Okay. Yes, you're right. I should do that because I I did have a friend who, uh, when this stuff started happening like a week and a half ago, he said to us, he was like, maybe you need to display the photo to like honor it. Maybe that's why it's I like mad. that. I think you should do that. I'm like, okay, maybe I'll put it up somewhere and like Blow honor it up. the photo. <laughs> Giant frame bridge. Framebridge.com <laughs> code chatty across Ember's entire, just like do a full poster around like a 360 around her room. I mean, it would be cool to blow it up, actually. Yeah, it's a really cool picture. But um, so, yeah, that's what's been going on in our home. I would like to send so much thanks to all the broads who have been checking in, making sure that we're okay. Listen, we're fine. I am going to have someone come and you, examine uh, the house at some point. But obviously, like, we're not moving. Can like, you also please, someone, <laughs> if anyone's like a historian and good at, like, tracking down, like, who owned a house in the past it's not that old. It's from about 1948. I remember it off the top of my head. It's like, so it's like 80 years old. Okay. It's 80 years old. That's like probably how old the, the old man is. That's true. It means his family probably built it. Maybe he was the, yeah, maybe his dad was like, built it with his own hands. Or his mother. No, it seems like a prefab house. Yeah. But mine is, like mine's 100 years old, but it's actually like you could, you used to be able to order houses in like a Sears catalog. Oh, okay. Yes, this definitely has like that shape to yeah, it. Yeah, that's what mine is. Anyway, um, so, so yes. if anyone's like a historian too, please DM Jess so that we can find out who used to own their house and maybe we can track down a little history. That would be great. Also, you know, I um, I will, will keep you all updated, but I'm definitely not gonna be posting, you know, probably on my Instagram every day about it um, if there's nothing specifically Wait. happening because we would go like days and nothing would happen. Could you contact the old owners of the house and see if there's ever anything weird that they noticed? I asked them the day that we moved in, the yeah. day they handed us the keys. I said, so like, anything point, ever yeah, weird happen? And they were like, no, not at all. But also, I don't know. Would you be honest right when you're handing the no, keys over to somebody? No. And they were looking, they were, they were retiring in their dream home. They're like, we're not going to get caught up in this. No. They were, they're, lovely gentleman but it, it felt a little bit like i mean you have to disclose if someone died in the house right. which no that nobody has that we're aware of but maybe just see if you can find out how to hit him up i have their new address it's old snail mail old snail mail just be like <laughs> what if i send them the picture that's what i was thinking of too that too. I wish I had the dolls. Were they the ones that was the dolls were given to or was the owners prior? Do you know? So 
they were given the dolls by the prior owners. And I don't know if the okay. dolls were from the original, original owners. And then the original owners, like, you know, maybe the mid owners right. found the dolls in the attic or something and then gave it to them. <laughs> but then they gave it to their neighbor, to our neighbor, which is strange to me. The, the Okay, so like you guys are... Like, let's say the ones that sold the house to you, they're owners A. The ones before them are owners B. Remember, we looked up the names and yes. it's like that whole family. Yeah. So the ones that gave the dolls to the to the neighbors, is that owner A or owner owners B? Owners A gave the dolls to the neighbors. You should ask them about the dolls. You should definitely yeah, like mail them a postcard, send a fo- copy of the photo and be like, hey, someone dropped off this photo. You gave the dolls to the neighbors. I'm sh- Ooh, y'all just... I believe that they kept those dolls for a reason. I believe that they were probably scared to like throw them away or get rid of them or something. That's why they gave it to the neighbors. Because why wouldn't they? They don't want to give it to you directly because then that'd be creepy. Why wouldn't they throw them away? That's my thought. And also, why? Why are these dolls getting passed down? Right. From owner to owner right. of the That's house. That's fucking weird. Instead of you keeping the dolls as a memory of like your children. What I'm curious about too, which you need to ask in your letter. I'm going to be texting you, handing you, crafting this letter. You need to ask them how owners B passed on the dolls to them and what they said. Because okay. how the hell yes. you don't just casually say oh the old owners gave these to us and, and also and also the the uh, the gentleman who lived here before they did not have any children. And they owners A? Owners A did not have any yeah. kids. So it wasn't yeah, like right, right. they didn't okay, just keep like, them around. They kept you know, they were, and I'm imagining when they bought the house they were both older so it's not like oh here's this young couple and maybe right. they're going to have children like they were older. So I don't know. But owners B, we looked up, they had children. So then it's like, were they, exactly, were they giving it, giving the dolls in like 1993 or whatever when they bought the house? Did their children play with them? Like, questions, questions. But yeah, exactly like you said, there's no, there's no casual way for owners B to have passed them on to owners A. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I have to, I need to contact the, the past owners. I need to contact them. In fact, maybe I'll just show up to their house. And the neighbor <laughs> said, the neighbor said that owners A didn't tell them anything weird about it um like he didn't they they didn't pass any info on to him our next door neighbor yeah i haven't asked i should ask him step one i know i know i just i know i know i I felt awkward because like he's really sweet and he came over he brought he brought the dolls and like in like oh i thought ember would like look so you guys gotta be like all right, look. And I don't want to be like, hey, guy, no, no. I'm not trying to be a bitch, but like, did you give these to us because your house is haunted just now? Be like, just be like, just be like, look, we got to be straight with you. There's been some weird stuff going on in our house. Like, I know this sounds crazy, but we think it's haunted. We're, we've been trying to trace like, like who's owned this house, like what's happened here. And like, there has been some weird stuff. This photo, also like, the dolls, like, I mean, maybe right. the dolls I are need nothing. to do all these yeah. things. You know what I'm working through? I'm working through my shame of revealing to somebody that I think my house is haunted and people being like, okay. Yeah, but you you know what's way more important? Getting to the bottom of that's this. That's true. That's true. It's very important. You know, to get I to the was so obsessed with mystery books as a kid, and that's why I'm so obsessed with this. I'm like, we have to get to the bottom well, of this. What if we if, have to. if you don't think that last week I was walking around my house seeing if I could find any like Clues. little like compartment anywhere, like any little trap oh, yeah. door type thing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm about to dig up my whole backyard. Have you guys done deep dive in the attic? I haven't. I'm going to make Evan do it. I'm too scared, girl. I'm, I'm, I've always, attics, attics have always been, a, attics are weird. Attics have always been a big, and attics are always a, a weird, a weird spook thing for me. I do believe anytime I've had any sort of 
like done any sort of past life regression or had anything, I'm always in it. Like there's always an attic involved and I've been so scared of them like my whole life. Um, and so I'm like, I don't go into the attic. Let's put, let's, should let's, we put headlamps yeah. on Grayson yes. and Evan and make them go? Yes. You yes. read my mind. Content. <laughs> let's make, let's make some content out of this hell all of a situation. Have them set up. I mean, this is going to be, this would be great. We have the audio, we have the cameras, set up audios and cameras in the attic, have Grace and Evan with headlamps, scope around the attic, see if they find anything, see if they hear anything. I mean, I'm in. We will instruct them. D- well, okay. What if we Hear get like, out. what if we get like, like someone like Jessica on the phone with them, instructing them what to do? Yes. We need to get them cameras that have like heat sensitive cameras. I bet we could get those pretty cheap or like rent them. I don't even know what those are. Oh, the infrared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because that, I mean, that's, that's the only way that you could really see Hear something me out. We moving. put them on acid and put them <laughs> up in the attic and see what happens. Hear me out. We strip them down, nude, naked and afraid, attic we haunting don't like style. The, yeah, they have to go up there without food or water for five days. And at the end of it, we'll get whatever content we get. We have rock music blaring 24-7. <laughs> They're losing their minds. They're on acid. They're naked. They have infrared cameras. They need to figure naked out. Naked and afraid 2.0, bitches. Now that is fucking Naked and Afraid. That is a Naked and Afraid series that I would, I mean, I love Naked and Afraid, the original, but Naked and Afraid in a Haunted House, like you're stuck in a home for like a month. No, let's plan this out. Let's plan this out. (laughs) Let's plan this out. I'm down. I want to figure out what's going on in my damn attic. And honestly, if I do have an infestation, I'd like to know as well. Oh, sure, a but large I, raccoon. A lot of people there. were like, "Yes, raccoons, like all that." And I'm like, "Yeah, I suppose if it, if one of, if a raccoon is continuously jumping down from a box, it could sure. make that thud sound." But I'm telling you, it would be like it would be like thud, 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 thud. So I'm like, "What's this raccoon? Are there four? And they're all like parachuting down from the top, just <laughs> boom, boom, landing." <laughs> What do ghosts like? Like, do they like wine? Like, do they, is that like a thing where you can like leave stuff up it's there a, for them? Like so a, the, the milk and cookies you? situation, but for ghosties. Um, what if you leave, what if you buy another Busby and put it up there? I swear to God, Becca, now I'm going to be so, so goddamn scared of that Busby. And I have to like help Rocket to sleep every night. And it's eyes that can't blink. It's large plastic eyes. I'm just going to be like. They see everything <laughs> behind the eyes of Buzz Bay. It's like, oh my god! You know, you know what what you're doing right now is you're getting a window cut to me three months later, and I'm like chipping away at Busby's plastic eyes, just like I'll find what's inside of it—the chip, the chip. That's this is what's gonna happen. The spiral is beginning. That's what's happening right now. So yeah, <laughs> let's put Roz up there with <laughs> Roz. Be like, let's put her up there. Listen, I have a perfect idea for you, Roz. You know how you're going to all these haunted houses and all these. Uh, I don't know think you're she going to haunted hotels. To oh, right. She's been going think- to like haunted hotels and stuff. I'm like, you want to go in my attic for a week? <laughs> it would be kind of fantastic if Roz did an episode in the attic. Yeah. You know what I think, though, Roz, 
doesn't like the like the scary spirits. Yeah. Roz is like wanting to get fab with like yeah. a cool. But spirit. then why is she going to haunted hotels and shit? I think she's done it a couple times with like a friend. Yeah, doesn't want to do like that. A little yeah, bit yeah, like, that was bad. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, they like got out of Remember there. Remember, she had a bad I experience. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay. you know, Hotel Two Point aka my attic, is just awaiting all of your scary pleasures. <laughs> Maybe I could sell tickets. Maybe yeah. I just turn my home into like a place that people can pay to come into at nighttime. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, what if we got the t- kids taken care of and then we did a sleepover? I can't do that. Nope. Not subjecting myself to your scary house. No, Becca, we need to do this. This is this is so good. Yes. The kids must be watched and we will all sleep in the house. Oh, my God. I, I'm scared. No, I'm actually scared. No lights allowed. Candlelight only. Are you kidding me? And no, 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 no music. No. Like we have to be inside. We can talk all night, and then like when we hear something, no then- what? <laughs> no. I will not consent to that. <laughs> you think I'm gonna be wandering around your house with a fucking candle? Also, we will only I'm wear not- we will only wear night dresses. All four of us, <laughs> everyone in a night dress. Cover all the mirrors with black cloths. <laughs> We will wear nightcaps and night dresses, and we will look old timey and just scooch around. I would not trust. I know they wouldn't do this, but I would not trust Grayson. Actually, they might. I wouldn't trust them to not pull an elaborate prank on us and scare me half to death. You know, I think that they might have the idea of it, but the truth is Evan is freaked out of what's going on, and he does not get freaked out often, and I don't think that he would do that because I think it would... You know when you're scared... Like when scaring someone else scares you. Yes. Because that happens to me all the time. I always <laughs> scare someone and I get scared a little bit. I'm like, oh, and now my adrenaline, it's too high. I think that the, I don't think he would do it because I think he'd be like scaring you might like trigger something. Okay, well, whatever. We're going to figure this out. We're going to get to the bottom of it. <sighs> Let's do some ad reads and then talk about Matt James and Rachel. For, <laughs> how do you, what do you think about that? <laughs> you into it? That sounds great. Bros, we literally, we have quite a guest coming on Thursday. We have quite the guest. And the episode with this person was supposed to drop today, but we were like, we need to do an emergency podcast to discuss all this Bachelor drama. Cut to us talking about my emergency situation, the haunted house for 30 minutes. So let's get into it. Uh, Bros, there's really nothing like those long summer nights spent outside drinking and laughing and just making memories with the people that you love most. And one of my goals as we head into summer is to curate an outdoor space that is so good, it's hard to come inside. With the help of Article, it is as easy as ever. Jess and I are longtime fans of Article Furniture, as you broads know, and we love their decor pieces as well. I think I have a piece from Article in almost every room of my house now, and Mm -hmm. you can too when you use our code at the end of this ad read. Anyway, their brand new outdoor collection might be my favorite yet, Oh my god, it's so cute. It's so there's, cute. There's last summer, it was good, but this summer, I'm like, they brought the heat this summer. They were I'm like, like, ooh, okay, okay. People have been trapped inside for a long time. They are ready to be oh out. Oh my <laughs> gosh, I've got my eye on the Urba, Yerba. I don't know how to say that. Urba outdoor sectional. Oh my gosh, it is mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm already daydreaming about the sunny naps I'm going to take on there. And since article is made with the most premium materials and uh, quality, I already know the pieces are going to last me for years to come. Not like other outdoor furniture that has faded or weathered or fallen apart after just one season. I've had it happen. Not with article. 
Mm-hmm. If just the thought of furniture shopping sends you into a panic, you've got to try Article Broads. They combine the curation of boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online. Their team of designers focuses on just a few dedicated aesthetics, so you don't have to feel super overwhelmed when you're shopping for your home anymore. I know I feel that way on other websites. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that way with Article. Uh, plus, their prices are almost unbelievable because Article sells directly to you and has no middlemen, showrooms, or salespeople. You'll save up to 30% over traditional retail markups and articles offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more go to article.com slash chatty and the discount will automatically be applied at checkout that's article.com slash chatty you can get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more and they have a bunch of cute stuff that's like 100 bucks or 110 bucks so you can get like almost half off with our code Okay, broads, I'm going to tell you this before we start this. I don't think I have ever been more excited. And this is hard facts. I have never been more excited to share a sponsor with you all because I am such this a stuff is so bomb. I am such a fan. OK, hold on. Let me get into this ad read because I'm about to have just a full blown heart attack thinking about how good this is. Mm. Broads. I am a self-proclaimed sauce and dip queen. Hot sauces, My condiments, hummus. If I can dip it, dollop it, whatever if I can add it to a meal in some sort, I'm in. But out of all the dips and sauces I've ever tried, and trust me, there's a lot, the one that rules them all is truff. My mouth is watering now. We have to show you how much spit I have in my mouth right now. <laughs> truff is the Cadillac of hot sauces, the Bentley of hot sauces, the Rolls Royce of hot sauces. Mm. I swear to God, there is nothing better than truff. I will literally fight anyone over this until the day I die. There is a there is a bottle of Truff hot sauce in every room in our house My because I can't stop consuming it. In and I'm every not every room in your house. In every room. In your e- bedroom. Even in the bedroom. Ouch. <laughs> Never in my life did I think I would describe a hot sauce as luxury. I gotta say, Truff really is a luxurious hot sauce experience. Um, did you see the boxes that it came in? I don't um, know if everyone gets those boxes when they order. I think they do. Yes, I think so. You mean the the box that looks like I just purchased like a thousand dollar watch? I didn't know what coming to, in. I didn't know what to do with it. Like Gucci is quaking with these boxes. Like what? I'm just like what. It okay, is so, so already luxury. it's like the perfect gift, but you should not give it to anyone before you buy it for yourself because it's that good. Uh-huh. Um, so they use an ultra unique blend of real black truffles and spices. It's absolute perfection. Mm. Goes on everything, but I'm going to let you in on my favorite. It's pizza. It's amazing on pizza. So I good. went through like half a bottle last <laughs> weekend with a bunch of my friends who came. Okay, bunch, like two people that came over to eat pizza at my house. Um, there's no better combo. Oh, it's amazing. It, when I tell you, Brads, I would put truff on literally anything there and you eat go it. there like, you go again i would with throw the innuendos it, <laughs> i would throw it on some soil if i put it on a tire i would eat that damn tire i would eat it off of literally anything the amount of bottles we have gone through since we discovered this is honestly upsetting i have to hide bottles from evan we fight over them it's causing problems in our marriage and the world of hot sauces truff is kind of a big deal it has ten thousand five star reviews it's the number one best-selling hot sauce on amazon and in whole foods and it's been listed on oprah's favorite things two years in a row oh wow who gets on oprah's favorite things two years in a row that's how good it is um it's very impressive and i can confirm it's well worth the hype and this isn't like some truffle products where you can barely taste the truffle all it takes is a few drops of truff and you can taste the truffle and the spices it elevates even the most basic meals and if you think i'm being annoyingly exaggeratory or whatever that word might be in this i'm not it's because 
I'm so passionate about this. It's very versatile. You can put, I put it on eggs in the morning, like yes. with eggs and potatoes. Oh my God, that's amazing. You can put it on pizza. You can put it on like even like rice, like with sweet potato or something like noodles. Like there's a lot that you can do with yeah. it. Yeah. And I believe they are, if they haven't dropped them already, they're either dropping or have dropped a truff mayo and a, a pasta sauce. Oh, like, I saw someone cooking with a truff oh pasta sauce. God, anyway, you can get 15% off site-wide plus free shipping with promo code chatty at truff.com slash chatty. That's 15% off plus free shipping on everything visit t-r-u-f-f f is in fantastic truff like truffle truff.com slash chatty use promo code chatty truff all right okay so wait why don't you guys last thing i'm gonna say why don't you guys just set up like a camera like in ember's room and audio i know you're scared too but we got to we got to figure know. out what's and you, going on you know you know i'm not i haven't done it because i'm so I know. i'm no, so I get scared it. i'm so scared that i'm gonna see something horrifying and then i'm gonna be like i need to move immediately and i will tell you that i you know we we own this home and i'm like okay so having to sell a house is a whole thing and we're not we weren't planning on moving to sell it and also then i'm selling a haunted house to somebody so now i'm stuck with this i have to make sure the house is is good to go before i it's before right. I it's like exit is, right because i feel like, like i'm doing a, a disservice to someone also unless i am very open about it and i give it to a spooky person who like loves it but I feel like I need to, the house needs to be Wait, cleansed. Wait, you've seen Nathan for you. Have you seen the episode where there's a specifically yes. like a haunted? Yes. Such a funny episode. Okay. You, if you ever, if it did really get bad and you did sell it, you could advertise it as a haunted house. Like a spooky house. It would probably get, you could potentially get a lot of like PR for selling the house that way. That's true. Plus all these developers and investors just want to tear your fucking house down anyway That's and true. build a new sad big cement glass box house like everyone's doing in la yeah so maybe i'll just do that but that's this is my you guys guys have been toying around with moving maybe the ghosts are just helping you along maybe the ghosts are like yeah we've been hearing that you've been talking about heading down south a little bit time for us to take (laughs) over this is halloween this This is is halloween (laughs) okay anyway enough of that so, so Brods, we brought you here today. We brought you here today to really not talk about my haunting mostly, <laughs> even though we talked about that for a while, to talk about the current situation going on with Matt James in the news, Rachel Kirkinell, Grace, and Reality Steve. Is it Kirkinell or Kirkconnell? I say Kirkinell. I say Kirkconnell. I'm Team Kirkconnell. All right, I'm Team Kirkinell. <laughs> Um, so broads, a little backstory. If you don't know what's going on, I feel like it's been everywhere the past couple days. Um, but basically reality, Steve, well, a few days before reality, Steve See, dropped like this a news. Lot. I feel like I don't know if I've like got everything. So okay. yeah, you lay it out. So, and so broads, apologies if we've like missed any. Yeah. I, there's been so much moving pieces. I might've missed something here, but the short synopsis is that, um, maybe about a week ago now, there were photographs taken of Matt James with Rachel in New York City. You know, they're outside, coffee, masks up, and he's like a few steps ahead of her. And But they're they're together walking. Yeah, and she was photographed leaving his apartment, I guess. Yes. And so everyone's posting. Or maybe she was leaving MJ's apartment, you know? I mean, let's be <laughs> honest. Maybe she was leaving Tyler's apartment. Who knows? Yeah. No, anyway. it's not. No. But, uh... 
So everyone's saying, oh, my God, they're getting back together. They've been talking. So all these people are saying. So Rachel's camp basically is saying that Matt and her have been. These are these are air quotes inside sources. These are inside sources telling tabloids. So Rachel's inside sources are saying that her and Matt James have been FaceTiming every single day since uh, after the final rose, that they want to get back together, that Matt James has been telling her how much he loves her, that he wants to be with her, that he flew her out to New York um, to go over their relationship together and to like work things out, basically. Matt James Camp says that that's not true, that Rachel's been the one in more excessive contact, that like Matt's been saying in most all of his yeah. interviews that he uh, is not planning on getting back together with Rachel and that they're friends and talk occasionally. Yeah, a Matt James source told E! News, Matt and Rachel aren't back. This is after the photo surface. Matt and Rachel aren't back together. Rachel has been trying to get in touch with Matt, who agreed to see her while she was in New York City vis- visiting friends. Yes. So, again, now two separate sources. There's also another source an insider who says Rachel's feelings for him never went away. She still loves him. Mm-hmm. But Matt is hesitant to take her back. It just seems like he wants to be friends, but she wants to be in a serious relationship with him. Interesting. Yes. So that's that's happening. Um, (sighs) While simultaneously, then reality, Steve gets in contact with a source from Rachel's side, which reality Steve says is not her mom or her cousin, as people have been claiming. He didn't say it's not one of Rachel's friends. Mm. He just said that it's not the mom or the cousin Mm -hmm. who has been telling him all about how Matt has been love bombing Rachel, that he's been trying to get back together with her, that he's telling her how much he loves her constantly, that he bought her plane tickets out. Reality Steve says that he's seen receipts for some of these things. He said that Matt James has been FaceTiming her every single night. He doesn't reveal the source. We have not seen any receipts. Yeah, he said he saw the receipts of the plane ticket. But also, like, how would you even have proof of that? Like, Unless I guess Rachel he, unless is Matt, the source. Unless Matt sent an email with the plane ticket. Like, the plane ticket is going to have her name on it, you know? That's where I'm like, I don't even get what the receipt on that Maybe would be. Maybe the receipt was like him, him, him texting an email that he was going to do it. Yeah. And he said that he saw the receipt of the ticket right. or something. Right. Because like, yeah, I don't you know bought, like, I've bought a plane ticket on behalf of someone, like you, a relative. Yeah, and you use their name. Right. It won't say like from Rebecca Martinez or it won't say a receipt. It must have just been from like forwarded. Yeah, right? Or it would get sent if to your sent email to automatically. His, like, unless I, he sent it to his email instead of hers by accident right. and then forwarded it to her. And so she has the forwarded email. Right. Regardless, Reality Steve says he says, has So he's proof saying he has that. all these receipts. We haven't seen the receipts. Um, again, <sighs> flip side, uh, Matt's sources are saying Rachel was there to see her friends. We have seen since, um, I don't know if you saw, but... Like we talked about last week, all the uh, Bachelor folk are hanging out. A bunch of the women from Matt's season all got together this week and spent like four days together. Rachel participated in that group. Reality Steve says that Rachel's source said that Rachel came to New York because Matt wanted her to be there and flew her out. Matt James' source says she was going to be in New York to hang out with all of her girlfriends from the show. And while she was there, wanted to connect with him. So those are the two different sources that are happening. Two different stories here. And now, Reality Steve then says that he 
was put in contact with a girl named Grace who says that before the season started. Have you looked up her Instagram? I can't find okay. it. Really? Mm-mm. Okay. I looked. I looked and I looked. Jeez. I got her last name, but I couldn't find her Instagram. Really? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to bring that up for one reason. Keep keep going. Um. So Grace said, and she, by, by the way, she hopped on Instagram live with Reality Steve. So we see her. She's saying it from her mouth, yeah. from the source. She says that Matt James and her were talking before, like, quite a while before he got cast as The Bachelor. In fact, she, like, popped by the quarantine crew. They were hanging out around that time. She says it was extremely casual. They went on, like, one or two dates. Um, And then once he got cast as The Bachelor, he told her, you should try to audition for the show and come on the show. She says that she... Uh, at first was like not interested in doing it because she liked her job and then like two months later changed her mind but then it didn't work out or something I'm not quite that seemed a little fuzzy to me I wasn't sure about that yeah Um, and then after he hopped on went on the show he didn't contact her right so then we know from reality Steve well reality Steve and uh, Grace confirm that Matt was not contacting Grace while he was in a committed relationship with Rachel right so he didn't get a hold of her and then once him and once him and Rachel broke up grace says that he would occasionally text her platonic things they talk about she said key lime pie unsure i, I know i for a second thought that was like a joke I'm and like, then is that was, like a does that mean something um and then uh she said that he's like started he, she said something like started responding or replying I, I think what she meant is like he started replying to her stories again just very she she herself she said, said it was very, very casual, casual very casual and then one day like last a week Sunday ago night. last sunday so, night yeah, like 10 days ago. She lives in Florida and he was in Miami and he <gasps> Which messages was about her. three days before Rachel was in New York City, I think correct? So, okay. Yeah. He messages her and said, Hey, like, what are you up to tonight? Like, a crew of us are hanging out and they were going to go to a club or something. And she was like, Oh, I, I don't think I'm up for it to go out, like, you know, balls to the wall in the town, whatever. Yeah. And then he said, We could keep it like low key and quiet if you'd prefer. And she says that she then shut it down because she was just like not Not vibing on it. That's where it ends as far as they are concerned, I believe. Yeah, that's what she shared. Yeah. And then Grace sees that Rachel, she then sees photographs of Rachel with Matt in New York, the ones that all of us saw. And she said she started to feel weird about the fact that Rachel doesn't know that Matt was trying to connect with her a few days ago. Okay, this is where hear me out, Broads. Just hear me out. Yeah, I'm just I'm just speaking my truth. Just my thoughts. Where Speak my thoughts are truth. going. Where my thoughts are going. Yes, I feel very conflicted about a lot now, of things now, in this story. Now, so. here's what I have to say. I I do note and and think is a little weird. many people even some of my friends who are bachelor fans saw that rachel and matt were spotted together in new york now it could be something where it just like popped up on her phone she was scrolling around there's that but then it also makes me wonder like is she a fan right and like did she really follow the show and like follow what's happening in matt james life the only reason i say that is because then she said like some made some comment to like it's like seeing that rachel was so in love with matt i just felt like she had to know 
And like those those photos like of them that didn't say like they were so in love, which makes me think like, was she watching the show and was like really cheering on Rachel? Yeah, I don't know. Don't I, you think that was a weird comment? To it make? was like since she's so, so in love with him, like I had to tell her the whole thing was a little strange to me. I saw the articles like saying like Matt's like basically like saying Matt's a terrible person, all this shit before I actually watched the um, live with right. Grace. And then after watching the live, I was like, oh, I got from these headlines that Matt was like hooking up with Grace and hooking up with Rachel at the same time. Right. I was a little thrown off by the fact that he kind of casually asked Rachel to hang out or sorry, casually asked Grace to hang out and didn't like, was it being like, Hey, I need to see you. I want you in my bed, like these overt things. And then like the, the next day was with Rachel. And then Grace was like, I need to say something to this girl. It felt a little bit like, I don't know. Okay. Now, and then I don't, I didn't read this anywhere, but I like saw someone post about, or someone said something Someone in Matt's camp said that he was just trying to fill like spots at a club. Yeah. And then they were joking about that because they were like, okay, like it's Matt James. He can't fill spots at a club, which right. I, I believe that. Sure. Come on. Matt can sure. fill spots in a club. And my thought is, okay, he's obviously reaching out to Grace. They were friends before. They were friends beforehand. We They never explained how Grace and him met, by the way. Yeah. I don't have any backstory on like how long were they friends beforehand. Did she even beforehand. say if they were sleeping together? She she never I never heard her say that they slept together. She said they went out on two dates and then he was like, I want you to come on the show. So I don't know if they're sleeping together. I don't know if there's just okay. flirtations okay, going I'm on. I'm sorry. I hate to be this broad, but I do wonder when she said that he wanted him to her to come on the show. You do wonder if it's him being like, oh, you should come on the show. Yeah, like play like a playful you should come like, on the show. Vibe from yeah. my heart. I mean, but we my, don't know the context of all these things. But my thing is, too, let's just say he did do that. And he said, Grace, Come. I want you on the show. What we do know is she was like, I don't think so. And then she thought about it again. And then she said she changed her mind, which, again, was a little murky to me. I I didn't quite get why she then didn't do it. Um, oh, she said she also didn't want to be the villain. She was worried about that. But then she said that she was she did like try out for yeah, it. Or but something. What if? Yeah. What if she was in contact with casting and Matt was like. And he was like, nah. no, it was interesting no but then they would probably bring her on <laughs> that's very true like, they'd be like oh you don't want her on here's great no but i wonder if casting was just like this isn't enough of the thing they went on a date or two this we don't want the girl on the show like for whatever reason like, yeah I, it seems like it was a big not a not a really big thing yeah because you'd think that casting would jump on that because anytime any let's talk kelly let's talk what's her face from next season like anytime there's any sort of like i knew you before they live for that um the whole thing is strange to me and then um but but okay let's just say he okay. did he, okay. Okay. let's okay. just okay. say okay. he him yes. and grace he was over the moon for her obsessed yes. they with were her. in love let's they, say they were, were in love. love which again we had grace is saying it was very casual the whole thing was very very casual yeah. uh he says, please, please, please come on the show. She doesn't. He then falls Moves in love on. with Rachel. Yeah. And then he doesn't contact her while he's in a relationship with Rachel yeah. at all, which we have yeah. that this is acknowledged by her and reality. Steve. Right. We haven't seen any claims of him like cheating on no. Rachel or anything like so that. So now him and Rachel broke up. So. Girl, I know, you I'm know, so, I'm there. I'm struggle city right now for a few reasons. Yes. Tell me. Lay it out. First of all, Matt's a single guy. Um, 
Now I see nothing but facts. <laughs> now I'm not trying to discount how much this must fucking suck for Rachel. I've yeah. been listen, and oh, this man, is why I don't want to like. I, this is this is where I'm, I read this and I go. I I sense anguish from people who have experienced this. I have been in this situation before. It blows to be the Rachel. If you think that someone really likes you and they're stringing you along and it's fucking shitty. And I'm not saying that Matt, let's just say this all is exactly how like all of Rachel's sources are correct. All of Grace's pieces are correct. And I I think it's, I think it's big mega red flag uh -uh behavior. And if I was a Rachel in this situation, I'd be like, you know what? That's going to be a no. If, if you're if you're telling me you want to make you want to work this out and and now you're like not you're you're saying different things to the press and you're talking to other people. We're not on the same page. I don't like it. No, thank you. I don't love the behavior. I'm not saying it's great behavior, but for this to be huge news for people calling him a player and like a cheater and just like his I cannot believe oh, people are venturing it is, there. It is so despicable, the comments saying that he's just like his dad. What the? Except he's not fucking married, engaged, or even dating Rachel. And I would also like to remind everyone of, I'm sorry, do you recall three weeks ago when the show wrapped that everyone was, not everyone, That wow, that's not true. A lot of people were anti-Matt. But for a while, people were very much like, recognizing the fucking trauma that the show had placed on Matt and Matt falling in love with someone and then having the realization of Rachel's past and having to deal with that in front of all of America and how unbelievably difficult that must be. What if Matt is still in love with Rachel and there's so much going on conflicting inside of him where it's like, I really, really love her but I can't let go of her past. I can't let go of how she responded to certain things. I can't let go of behind the scenes conversations that they might have had that he kind of alluded to on after the final rose. And he's having a pushing and pulling. Like maybe there's these messages where it's like, I love you. And it's like, no, but we can't be together because I know it's I, I'm, I can't I can't go there. It's unhealthy for me. Or like I, th this, there's so many. Oh, wait, factors. Didn't he even say on the after the final rose that like basically like he wasn't over her, but like. He basically, he was like, I, I love her and this was devastating. And that's when he sat in silence for like five minutes. But then since there's been many interviews where he's basically said, he goes, he says, no one's irredeemable, but like, I don't see something happening. And he's made that very clear in public interviews this whole time. Look, but that doesn't mean that necessarily they're not still talking like he's. It's complicated. it's complicated. How many of someone in my comments was like, "How many of us have had a clean fucking break from an ex where it was just like, <laughs> not me, right, bye, talk to you never." Not I mean, one. like sometimes the really bad ones, but I mean, and to be honest, it would be a bigger. I'm not gonna lie, it would be a bigger red an issue to me if I was in New York and I saw the E News saying that they were just friends. If I was getting that, would be okay. I'm sorry, but I gotta say this. Grace herself didn't say, I mean, I know the insinuations of like, come out for a night or like we can have a quiet night in. But it wasn't. It wasn't a it wasn't sexual proposi a proposition. It wasn't asking her out on a date. It was saying, come over, let's hang. And it was what a group. Were, and it was also initially an invite to a full group situation. Right. So what if what if he was saying like a quiet night in? Like, what if there was still going to be other people there? Right. She She, I mean, like, I'm pretty sure she would like spill the tea if there was anything else. But like. If we're laying that out, just bare bones, what he's asking, he's asking her to come and hang. 
and we don't know. And maybe people are going to be like, come on, Becca. Like we all know what that means. But like, I don't know. All I know is that Grace Grace did make it very clear that it had been very casual conversation yeah. post. And, yeah. and even that their situation before, that they had gone on one or two dates and it was super casual. And then all of a sudden she was like, he asked me to be on the show. But everything aside from that felt very casual. Even the like come down, like come to Miami. And she said, I believe the phrase she used, I'm probably, I'm probably messing it up, but I think she said like a, like a friendship romance or something like that. She, she, she used a phrase that made it sound kind of like a, like a friends with benefits almost or something. Or like a, like a, we were friends and then it kind of got romantic. Okay. So like, I guess my question is how do we even know that Matt wasn't like hanging with his friends, inviting a bunch of pretty girls to come kick it? We don't. And like, it sounds like Grace used to be a casual friend and Matt had been casually conversing. It's like, hey, come kick it in Miami. What the fuck does that prove? That doesn't prove shit. (laughs) That doesn't prove shit. I'm sorry. But even if he was calling her to hook up, I don't, I think that like, again, if I, if I. But there's not even proof that he was booty calling her. That's just what I'm trying to say. There's no proof proof that he was booty calling her. There isn't. There's no proof. There's no proof. Also, but then I'm adding to it. We saw him chilling in Hawaii with his bro or in Hawaii, in Miami, chilling with his bros on the boat, hanging out. Also, I find it hard to believe personally. Maybe I'm a simp, but I find it hard to believe that after all the insane amount of press that Matt's had to deal with and the like the thousands of interviews that he's had to do broads because he's had to do thousands that he would just be walking around with Rachel in public if he was like hooking up with all these people and if he was trying to also get to back together with Rachel. No, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't sense. make any sense. Like, and I know, and I saw Reality Steve be like, wow, he's a really bad cheater. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure what my brain then goes is it's maybe not the way it looks, everybody. Like maybe Rachel, I mean, maybe Rachel is was really wanting to connect with him and like after after the final rose and that was really like really intense wanted to have like a sit down conversation and wants to get back together with him and maybe they have been texting each other and maybe she wanted say, to I'll see fly him. you out so we can have a conversation yes like, and be trying to be a gentleman and be like i'll fly you out like to to have this i mean who knows or maybe they were having all this conversation about love and seeing where things go and he was gonna fly her out and then maybe he also invited this chick to come down and hang out i mean i don't know i'm sorry that that's one not cheating. And I, I personally call me crazy. I'm not trying to be a pick me girl here or anything. I just don't see that as like, I don't know. I've been in that. Like you said, I've been in that situation. Well, it does suck. You're right where it does seem like at least publicly outwardly that Matt's made it clear that he doesn't want to like right now want to pursue a relationship. I don't know. I've just I feel like I've been on that page. And while it does suck, I can actually think of an ex in particular where I kind of felt a little bit like. You know, he was sort of like I, he I felt like we were going somewhere, but then he was really into someone yeah. else or like hooked up with someone else. And to be honest, I kind of was like, wow. And I cried like I know yes, there was it's, like it and sucks. I cried with my yeah. friends and then I moved on. And, and I never I never thought of him then. And I don't think of him now as a cheater, a player, a deceitful person or anything. I see him as a single person. And I thought we were going in one direction. And like and he I mean, I don't now, know. Now, now, I will say this. If he let's just say he was FaceTiming. Rachel every single night and he was telling her how in love he is with her and that he wants to be with her forever yeah and flew her out to be with her to start this new chapter of their relationship yes um that doesn't sound like yeah anyway but let's just say that was the case I still am a little weirded out by like him sending 
a maybe playful message to Grace. Like, if I was Rachel, again, I'd be like, red flags, red flags. I'd be like, why are you asking to hang with some girl? I thought we were serious. And we'd have a conversation. I wouldn't like it. But to make this a, we're going to do three Instagram lives about it. It's headline news. When I saw the headlines, I was convinced that it was like, you know, yeah. uh, in- Instagram DMs are revealed that Matt's been sleeping with all these right. women and told, right. Like I-, I was just right. thrown off by, by like, it's a major red flag. Again, if that's, if that is what happened. <laughs> and it's tough too, because, and I guess maybe I'll say, I'll, you know, okay. I was looking I up what, I was looking up too about what Rachel's exact quotes were after. Cause I was also wondering like, is this more about Grace than it is about Rachel? Like, well, how does Rachel actually feel? But Us Weekly did report that Rachel is, air quotes, very hurt and feels manipulated because they were allegedly talking about a future together. And I and and if that's the case, I completely like Rachel Understand being the pain. heartbroken and feeling that way. Like one hundred, like one thousand percent. When I say this, I'm not trying to not acknowledge that pain and yeah. that it's shitty. Yeah, does not feel good. It's more like this feels very nuanced and it also feels like, okay, I'd have, I would maybe have a different perspective on this if Reality Steve was like, here are all the receipts and we saw actual like Matt FaceTiming, like miss, miss a hundred miss FaceTime calls from Matt James, all these like romantic texts to Rachel. I'm like, in love with you. I want to make it work. If we saw all of this, I'd be like, okay, well, we're, we're maybe. Or even if we saw him like sending winky emojis and shit to Grace, being like, come hang, let's have a quiet night in just me and you. Like, but all I know is that we have two things, two separate did he things. Even we have one source, aka Rachel slash oh. reality Steve source, that said Matt's being a dick and doing all these things and manipulating her. And then we have Matt's sources saying Rachel was the one trying to get in contact with Matt. And basically he's trying to be like, okay, nice. But like, isn't, doesn't want to go there with her. So I don't understand why without actual receipts, everyone is just fully believing. Why is reality Steve coming for him the way he's coming for <laughs> Dude, him? Dude, okay. It's ins- we need to talk about real- that reality Steve part for a second. We are going, I just, I'm, I'm going to prepare myself mind, body, and soul to get one star bombed because the stands will come. But this is, these, this Broads, is the fact. please counteract the one star reality <laughs> Steve reviews. Broads, it's just him making a bunch of this different This is not accounts. me, this is not Becca and I either being like, we support Matt in anything. We have been saying this over the past, probably the past year, that in, especially in this past year, especially since the Jenner, Jenna Cooper situation, mm. that reality yeah. Steve has been, there's been a lot wrong in his reporting. And I'm sorry if you go back in, and I'm not saying like the Jenna Cooper, let's just bring up the Jenna, I, let's just give a quick overview just so people know what we're talking about. Go ahead. <sighs> Basically, a couple, few seasons of, uh, Bachelor in Paradise ago, basically Jenna, who is actually on my season, and um, this I can't even remember his name, Jordan and Jordan. Oof. They got uh, they got engaged. <laughs> yeah. I'm making a long story very short. They got engaged. While they were engaged, Reality Steve came out with these 
receipts, supposedly, of Jenna having a sugar daddy and these texts where it was like, oh, like, don't worry, honey. Like, I'm just going on this show to get rich. And after all of it, like, I will like it's to support my business and I love you and you first. And like, I don't even care about this Jordan guy, blah, 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 blah. Yep. yep. Reality Steve fervently defended it for weeks and months being like, I no, this is the truth. Anytime Jenna would try to defend herself, he, in reality, he would be like, I know that's a lie. I know that's full of shit. That's not true. That's not true. Jenna is a cheater, sugar baby, whatever. Bilal has been lying to Jordan, had Jordan on the podcast. It was just like a Jenna Cooper smear campaign um, because supposedly he thought he had all the facts. I talked to someone on the phone, blah, blah, blah. Come to find out. I don't even remember how this happened, but like two years later, straight up, like a year and a half or two years later, Jenna was able to vindicate herself through lawyers upon lawyers and however much legal work. They my God. found out that it was basically someone who had a girl, right? That had like a vendetta against Jenna or something mm-hmm. who made up this whole thing. Like a, reality, I think a group of girls, if I'm not mistaken. That's so evil. Came out. Yeah. And reality, Steve had to come out and apologize and be like, yeah, I was wrong. And they were all manufactured. Now there's, Jenna Cooper, which is horrific. I mean, that one was just to the to me. There's the worst. There's the worst. There's also just been like in general, just like I know who the winner is. The past couple seasons, it's it's been wrong, and that's no shade to reality. Steve. And he always says, "I know, I the, know." My problem is, yeah, when it's like I know for a fact, and that's it's come out that on numerous occasions that has not been true. Yeah. So. When he's saying he knows for a fact that Matt is doing this to Rachel, my question is, how? And what do the receipts look like? Do you know because a random friend of Rachel's is sending you uh, messages saying, I promise this happened and send you like one screenshot of something or one email? Like how, what is this person sending you screen grabs from Rachel's phone every single night of them FaceTiming? How do you know they're FaceTiming every single night? Now, if you literally have the phone logs and you're seeing that Matt is the one contacting Rachel every single night, FaceTiming her. Okay. But like, it just also like someone buying a flight for someone just in my opinion also doesn't prove anything. Like a lot of these things can be taken out of context to try to skew things the way again i I feel like we are sounding like really crazy matt stands for some reason but i just feel like we don't have all the pieces i think it's because this also isn't rachel or this isn't anyone directly coming forward this is this strange adjacent person who has like uh you know it's like not strange but this like this random adjacent person who doesn't actually Again, like, I don't think there are any damning receipts that no, she has and, of Matt. And, I will and then all these back and forth sources, like. And I will say in the in the Grace interview, Grace seemed like a lovely girl. And she. But to me, in the interview, she seemed very much like I have no distaste for Matt. There's it's like she was trying. She was trying to make him not sound bad. But she was like, Rachel's the victim here and you don't have to feel bad for me. But, like, she also was, like, no hate for Matt. He's a great guy. Like, I I was very confused. And then she was, like, it was super casual. And part of me almost got the energy, and I could be very wrong about this, but part of me almost got the energy like it was someone else's idea that she come out and vocalize Uh all these things, not her own. Because I felt like I was getting, like, she seemed very calm, but I also felt like I was getting two pieces that were, like, 
Maybe it was reality Steve. Maybe she was like, oh, yeah, like Rachel should just know how all the facts. Maybe Grace has been screwed over by dudes before in the same way. Yeah. I mean, reality Steve was coming at him Dude, so hard. And was, as people were pointing out, he did not. Oh, my. Wait, we have to talk about how he handled the Colton thing. Listen. And even the Rachel thing when the TikTok. Oh, OK. This is damning to me, in my opinion. When the whole stuff started coming out about, out about Rachel with the TikTok and stuff, he's like, it's you think it's all like easy being on The Bachelor? Like, think again. People, anyone from your past. This is his tweet. Anyone from your past can say anything about you and you don't get to defend yourself. So he was like defending Rachel from the get go. And then absolutely. And then on top of it, he always has been calling Matt James clout James. Which is like, I don't know. I, obviously, the whole Claire thing came out. But remember, Brods, if you recall, at the top of uh, Claire's oh, yeah. season, Matt was supposed to be on Claire's season. And then Claire came for Matt sud like subtly saying, um, if you want to be on my show, be here for the right reasons. Don't be starting cameos already. Well, what we ended up finding out is all the cameo money. Matt James did it for charity. So he literally started a cameo because he was part right. of the quarantine crew to right. make money for a charity or a nonprofit. And I don't feel like that's clouty. Right. I mean, and again, even Grace, dude, Grace said in her live with Reality Steve, no shade for anyone who goes on the show for fame. She goes, I don't understand why, like, what's the purpose of the show besides fame? She's like, the show is about fame. And if you meet someone along the way that you connect with, cool. But like, you go on the show to get famous. Right. She's like, I just feel like it's gotten to Matt's head. Okay. Which, again, feels broads it just feels personal it feels like maybe they were friends before and she feels like he's not like doesn't give her the same amount of attention that maybe i don't know the whole thing like i'm i'm literally i'm 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 like grasping at straws it, it's all very unclear it feels very unclear to me and and the literal <sighs> the tidal wave of like of reality Steve coming out and saying, I know all these things for a fact. And then everyone just being like, yes, correct. And then hearing grace, which I know, obviously it's like, okay, well then we have someone's voice who's part of the situation, but the things that she said weren't specifically clear either of Matt James's intentions. Yeah. And then the, the reaction from everyone is like, yeah, I get people reacting being like, eh, I don't know about this right, Matt guy. Right. He might be here for clout. He might be a fuck right, boy. Right. I get people being like that, but the level of like hatred for Matt. Right. And then like poor sweet Rachel. And like, I've been like, you know, and then this outpouring of love for Rachel again, I like, I'm sure I'm not trying to diminish her hurt, but it's just is such a weird push and pull for me to see all these people who were like coming for Rachel because of her racist, the racist uh, uh, pieces of her past uh -huh. and supporting Matt. And then with this quickly flipping the script and being like. I knew Matt was terrible. I'm like, what's going on right now? Like, no, it's very, very weird. Also, I and mean, it's not like they're engaged and he's cheating on her. People had also brought up that, like, the way I am just the messenger. Don't shoot the Are we messenger. Talking about reality, Steve? Yes, please. I was just, you know, some people were just highlighting how, like, his treatment of like. Tasha as the bachelorette was different. Like uh -huh. his treatment of Matt James has been different. Like, was he ever calling Colton a clout goblin like throughout all that or clout chase or whatever? Well, okay. So here's cloudy Colton. There are some pieces here. And again, 
frauds, don't shoot the messenger. Okay, I'm this just, is just saying stuff, the info that's been relayed. This is just to us. info that's been that has been relayed, or the least that I've seen. Yeah. So he was giving Colton a hard time, and then Colton basically came to reality. Steve kind of on bended knee and was like, "Ha ha, you've been right about a few of these things." And then reality Steve shown favor on Colton after that and then I gave him a platform. So it was a little bit like until... All right, well, I mean, that's that's nothing damning. You know, people are just bringing up with reality Steve in particular and like Tasha. you know, how he like brought her ex on to like tell his side of the story oh, and like weird shit like that. That was pretty wild. And apparently he's made tweets in the past like using the, the phrase like jungle fever and stuff like that. And so people have been like, there's some implicit bias going on that maybe needs to be evaluated. That was pretty wild like, with bringing giving Tasha's ex a platform when it was like he was had he had been it was okay. Perfect example. Matt James is not in a relationship with Rachel, right? And did not go have sex with Grace. Right. Tasha's <laughs> ex-husband is a known cheater. And that's why they broke up. But reality, Steve gave him a whole episode while Tasha <laughs> was becoming explain, the bachelor. To explain why it was justified that he cheated and, and on And to her. talk trash on Tasha, Like, what the fuck? That's wild. That's crazy. There are some question marks. And then also, yeah, with the Coldson thing, like... The conversation has and this this was where it where it really did throw me off. And I, I could be wrong about this, and maybe I'm fully forgetting, and broads, please remind me if this is not the case. But I feel like af- with the Colton, when Colton when it came out that Colton had been stalking Cassie to the point that yeah. the law got involved, yeah. I was not seeing tons of press, quote unquote press conferences coming out from reality, Steve. Right. Um, same thing with, um, on a very different note, after Pete, after Pete got off the show, he was hooking up with everybody and was seeing, and he had gotten engaged. He was engaged to this person and that person. And he's well, maybe, like, maybe, uh, just to give benefit of the doubt, maybe reality, Steve, it's not as much of a news because it's like, no, there's no, <laughs> there's no, um, there's no way you can argue with like. Pete being a player and like someone who's just out there hooking up with the girls. He made that clear on his own season. So I feel That's like true. I feel like reality Steve is more want to go after people who have like a crystal clear exterior. It's just the it's the vigor of of how intense this was. And like there was a moment where he said that Matt hadn't been cheating on Rachel with Grace and he was like nice work Matt nice job not cheating on Grace and I was like I don't understand why we're hating on Matt like was and I, th- uh, I think the story's that- probably somewhere in the middle that's probably. usually the case probably there's usually the case he probably expressed some feelings for Rachel they probably were both talking about her coming and visiting um she was probably hurt and he was probably trying to hang out with Grace, maybe hook up with her or whatever. And, you know, it sounds like a pretty normal human situation to be in. There's some miscommunication. Maybe things aren't being totally transparent. I'm sorry. I don't see this as a serious character flaw or a cheater or 
evidence of a clout chasing liar. Oh my God. People were also going so far as to be like, and this whole show he put on about hating Rachel after the final rose. Like, dude, why can't be both at once? That's the thing. It's like, like what? It's people like, may- just want Maybe <sighs> he was, maybe he was in love with Rachel and absolutely devastated by the situation that someone he loved. And again, by behind the scenes stuff that we didn't see that and we, we don't know what happened. And also the amount of people's voices coming in voices saying all different things about like what he should do or the expectation like whatever and having to process all that on top of feeling unbelievably hurt by Rachel's past actions and feeling duped by the show why can't he have been in love with her yeah and and also be like be upset and angry about the situation like it just doesn't make any sense to me why can't can't he be also interested then after and potentially pursuing a relationship or spending time with her i just i don't know i'm just like guys really are you guys as everyone who's casting stones at him are you like above reproach i just don't see the situation being that far from i I don't want to call it normal but it seems like a just like a like a Maybe a human flaw moment. Yeah, it's like it's like I a, don't know. I just didn't yeah. see it as far as being like a, he's a cheater. I don't I haven't seen evidence of him mm. being a cheater. No, I really don't think so. Or even really like a jerk or an asshole. I I just feel like we don't have all the we don't have we we don't fully know any of these situations. And people are then like posting like look at him and like that then out here going to like all these events like did it and I'm just like well what. What do you expect? What do you want him to, <laughs> to be doing to be a home? home alone and crying? Like, I don't... I don't think he's I know done anything I'm, wrong. I'm also like... In all of this. It seems very clear, and we all acknowledge this after the season wrapped, that he, via his tweets, probably needed some, like, time to just go, like, be Matt and, like, enjoy life. And I, I don't know. I, I, the, the whole thing, really, I just... It really shocked me... And I'm so curious to get everyone's like opinion on this. Like I'm so I've been so interested looking through everybody's like comments and yeah. it just personally shocked me the level of anger disdain. That, and disdain that people had yeah. um in the situation that it, it it did really it did shock me. Um and like you said I think it if anything this could definitely be like a human flaw moment like right. a, a thing where it's like okay Rachel like Maybe this is your red flag and this is not and right. he's not ready for a relationship right now. Like, right. But also, let's not forget what Matt had to process with Rachel's past. Like, right. there's just so many elements to that. Um, yeah. I, 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 and then also, on top of everything, we have seen no receipts. Right. And I will, right. I will go down with the ship saying that. And I don't and I'm not talking about like I'm not talking about receipts. um, just on uh, on Rachel's. I'm talking about Matt receipts too. Yeah, Matt's camp hasn't po- like given us any receipts. They seem to be trying to just brush this kind of under the rug. I feel like <laughs> Matt kind of just wants to live his life. But it's just like we haven't seen receipts on either side. Can you just leave him alone? Like I was just looking, going to look in my comments because you had asked earlier, like what people's responses were to like a reel where I was talking yeah. about it. And I actually got a surprising amount of people being like, yeah. And then people who just being like, this seems like a non-issue. Like, this seems like a just literally and, and, you know, someone said this, which I really liked. They were like, I'm not I don't normally say this. I love reality TV and love consuming it. But like, this seems like a situation that's none of our business. Like, I, I agree. I mean, I, again, I know this, we speculate on relationships know, and all this, but this specific situation doesn't feel like anyone has enough information to speculate it. Like, maybe we should just leave it alone. No, it feels like it's like this is this is kind of like their time has 
past in that way, like being on the screen. And now it's kind of like time to let them just kind of figure it out on their own. And And there's nothing clear being shown by this whole scenario. And I also like also. If I'm Rachel. I don't know. I just I I'm I'm curious. I'd be so curious to hear her interviewed because we're not we're here at getting sources from Rachel, yeah. but we're not having anything directly from Rachel. Yes. And part of me is like, I'll be real with you, if I'm Rachel and I, I have w- receipts. I yeah, but also if I'm Rachel, I wish that these people would have come to me privately. Hmm. Or does she like it? Maybe, maybe she feels because uh, you brought up a point and I'm not trying to villainize Rachel right now, but you're like, this could be like this could be good for her getting on Bachelor in Paradise. All, well, my initial, yeah, my initial thought, and I texted Becca right away, and I, as as I was seeing all these people saying, like, I always knew Matt sucked, Team Rachel, like, all these people, poor, like, saying, poor sweet Rachel, poor sweet Rachel, I was like, this might be the way that then people are okay this with might her be the pivot. being on Paradise. But I'm more thinking, when I was watching the whole thing go down, and maybe this is because I am a private person, I was a little bit like, if Reality Steve found out this stuff, I just wouldn't want this to be publicized. Like, well, it I'm, looks like she made comments to Us Weekly, though. It's at a source, though, right? That one didn't. That one said, uh, let me read the exact verbiage just so I can. Us Weekly reports that Rachel is very hurt and feels manipulated because she and Matt were allegedly talking about future together. That could be a source, though, because the source <sighs> also said that. Okay. All right. But hmm. I don't know. The whole, yeah, the, again, we're it's speculating off of literally nothing. Hmm. Like... And then also, too, just like everyone saying it's 100 no, percent. Of course, Claire threw shade at him. I know. Then Claire's like, I told you guys about him being a clout chaser. Tried just to like, warn them. On. I'm like, shut up. dude. Like, and it, yeah, it's just even down to the smallest things like the fucking the fucking trip to New York. Rachel's camp saying Rachel wasn't going to go out except for the fact that Matt James bought her a plane ticket to come and see with see him and be with him. The fact that, but then on Matt James's side, the fact that it happened to be the week that all the girls from Matt James' season got together. That's what I'm saying. The truth is somewhere in the middle. It's like, I feel, it feels like it's maybe, I don't know. Like, it's, it's strange timing for her to come out to see Matt right when the girls are there. Or like, maybe. <laughs> what if he was like, <laughs> I have points on Delta. Let me buy your ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hook you up. But like maybe Rachel was going to be with her girls. Yeah. And then they kind of started talking a little bit. And he was she was like, I'd like to see you all in there. And he was like, OK, but that's not maybe why I, there. It just like you said, it feels like it's in the middle. And I feel like everyone's just jumping on one ship and being like, fuck Matt. Right. And it's a little bit like, well, OK, let's. I don't know. OK, this is interesting. I found another little thing where the insider says that Rachel understood why he publicly said he couldn't see a future with her because of what she had done, the responsibilities of the first black bachelor. And she supported him. Um, When James invited her to up to New York, she said yes, because she agreed they would work on their relationship and be consistent about things out of the public eye until they figured everything out. She was shocked that he invited her out to dinner and didn't seem to worry about being photographed. 
But maybe he didn't care about them being photographed because that's what it I'm wasn't saying. I, I just I feel like when re- when reality Steve was like he's a really like bad cheater and maybe he didn't feel like he had anything to hide. That's what I'm saying. I, and and, and, and I, he went <sighs> immediately back on his stories and is just like living his life. Like it's like broads, I just I can't figure like with him being in the limelight so recently, you know, you get photographed everywhere. You know, anyone can screenshot. You know, anything. anyone screenshots anything. You're paranoid. You're you're tripping out you're going i'm not going out to that because i'm going to be like i'm not DMing that girl even if you're not even if you're a quote-unquote a bad cheater you're still very aware because your life is getting your picture taken and seeing it in a magazine the next day on social media the next day every fucking day of your life well and let's be real if like the and let's just the, the the side that I'm airing on is I think that there was probably some back and forth between Matt and Rachel. I think that they sure. both and maybe he sees a future. Maybe she's one of the ones who is more in love with him. He, she's more in love with him than he is. Uh, for some reason, I just keep going back to the grace exchange just personally. And that's just this is my just personal take on the, on the thing. Like, I feel like the invite to grace. I don't know. I feel like well, it maybe wasn't as much as we're making it. Because then Grace shared that and reality Steve talked about how Rachel, basically Steve contacted Rachel and was like, just so you know, this girl, Grace, he contacted to want to like hook up with uh, like a day before you showed up in New York, blah, blah, blah. And she was apparently in Matt's apartment when she got the message from him. And then when she confronted Matt, apparently Matt said, do you think that I would be with some girl the day before I brought you over to right. my place? No, we were just friends. Maybe from his perspective, it's true. And the thing that's tough Wait, did, is... Did, did Grace ever say that he invited her to hang out with just the two of them? Well, he said, uh, like, it made it a quiet sound that way. In. A quiet night in. Makes it sound that way. But, like, again... But maybe you stayed at a house with, like, five other people and they're going to have a quiet night in and drink some wine and watch a movie. Yeah. And they're going to kick it. I, I the, the only reason I say that is because I used to, like... I, I remember when I used to go out with, like, promoters and stuff when I first moved to L.A. Uh-huh. And I would be DMing and going back and forth with a guy that maybe, like... We, and we had never slept together. And he'd be like, let's have a quiet night in. And it would literally be, like, two other girls and, like, two and other LA guys. And a Miami quiet night in is, like, and, it's and you're a like, full and you're, and, Or you're just, like, and or it is chill and you're drinking wine in with, like, a few other people. And it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to, he wants to, he's trying to booty call you. Right. Right. I just feel like a lot of people are jumping to that conclusion. And I think that <laughs> I that might be where the, the, like, it's. I think that Matt was like, no. No, I wasn't trying to sleep with anyone right before you came out. I don't know. That's or, just, or that's just also, what I think. and I don't think this is good behavior, but my brain also says, and I know I've done this, I have been drunk, about to go to the club. Come. And I have texted, Come out. And I've texted somebody who I had a crush on and maybe we never hooked up, but we went back and forth or like an old flame and been like, oh my God, what are you up to? Or you do like the drunk FaceTime and you're like, hey, even when you fully like somebody else and you're drunk, I literally, all I kept thinking about was Matt drunk with Tyler and a bunch of people before going to the club and being like, dude, you should like, and him, yes, maybe he's trying to get together with Rachel, okay. but they're not together. Right. But it's just like, dude, who's, who's going to come out to the club tonight? And they're just partying and doing whatever. I'm like, I've done that before where I drunk text someone and I'm like, and I just pictured it and him thinking like the next day being like checking the text and being like, oh, I didn't say okay. anything. Like, also, I, I, don't, also, I don't know. Okay. 
<laughs> Hear me out. I'm giving way too much credit, but I don't care. Hear me out. Why well, still think it's a good thing to do when I do it? I'm not. I'm not happy with my behavior when I drunk text somebody or when Whatever. I ever like, dude. We're none of us are perfect. Like, stop no. with the Matt hate. Leave Matt <laughs> James alone, please, please. That was literally me this weekend. Okay, hear me out. How did Grace say that she told him she wasn't going to come? Like, wasn't that like she sort of trailed off? Or she's just like, and ultimately I decided like not to go or something. Yeah. What if he stopped replying to her? Interesting perspective. What if she's like, hmm, I'm not sure or something. And he just like never responded back. What if he texted the wrong Grace? <laughs> What if he thought he was messaging Rachel? What if their names are right next to each other? No, but I'm like, what if he just didn't respond back? Like, what if he was drunk and then he was just like, ugh. Yeah, he was like, oopsie. Don't want to go there. Bad. No, I just think it was. I just think we're making him out and out of molehill. I don't think Matt's a cheater. I don't think he's a player. I don't think he's a bad person. I just, I just don't. I just don't. And that's the bottom line. I just don't. And I don't think Rachel's a liar. I don't think Grace no. is a liar. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying, like, I think things are getting skewed in a direction that we don't have all of the evidence or proof to get skewed in that direction. I completely agree with you on everything you're saying. I when when I'm saying all these things, I stand by. I, yeah, I do not think I echo Matt's not a cheater. I don't think Rachel is lying. I don't think Grace is lying. I think there is different sides of a story and also when you play telephone things get a little twisted so when you and have also when you have a middleman who's heated who by the way i'm sorry but but reality steve makes money from news and and this from is making something out of nothing and this is going to be and this is huge headlines he's making he's getting so many hits on this so of course it's like this is a big story potentially big story and maybe they got worked up you know when you're in love with somebody and then you hear someone's perspective and you start feeling sick to your stomach and and maybe there's truths in both camps and maybe him and maybe Matt and Rachel weren't FaceTiming every night, but there was some communication. Maybe and Rachel maybe, and Matt have already worked it out. Perhaps. Maybe they've already talked this through and they're back to FaceTiming every day. Perhaps. We don't know that. We don't know. Maybe they're totally good now. <laughs> maybe they're like good to go. Maybe they're on their way to being a, in a full-blown relationship. Mm. But again, Matt's camp keeps saying that they're just friends. So I think it's important to not just to not fully negate what Matt's camp says. Yeah. Like if I'm proven wrong and it's been a full-blown lie this whole time, then I'll be proven wrong. Wait, okay. We're missing one piece. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <sighs> didn't grace call him while he was in new york and said are you with rachel right now and he lied and said no oh that might have happened yes and that might have been a lie and maybe he was like fuck i drunk texted grace the other night to come hang out and i don't want to fucking make this a whole ordeal and maybe it was shitty shitty lying behavior <laughs> hmm Hmm. Or maybe Before he yeah. was being all he's like she's like is Matt is Rachel in your apartment right now and she went out to get a grab a coffee and he's like no yeah maybe that's what <laughs> it was he's just like she is not currently here no if that's what you're asking I that's so what I think I'm not doubting that there is definitely some like yeah some lying maybe happening some avoiding happening right. I just like again it's just the 
the exuberance of people being like he is a scumbag that I'm like, well, let's let's hear. Let's get receipts from both sides here. And God bless Grace. Like I said, I'm not saying that she's lying or that like she seems like a lovely person. But like we also none of us know Grace. Yeah. Like we've at least been seeing Matt's Matt and Rachel over the past. Like I don't know. Yeah. There's just so many. There's so yeah. many layers to it. It's yeah. it's to me. I I would like to. I'll say we'll see where this goes. Yeah. But I doubt we're ever going to see receipts. By the way. Yeah. I don't picture Rachel releasing receipts. No, no, that would be a bad look for her. I don't think that. Because I do think she really loves Matt and I don't think she probably wants to hurt him in that way. And I don't picture Matt releasing receipts because I'm pretty sure he's just ignoring everything and just living his life. As I would, as anyone would. I think let's let it be and let's not let's not make any crazy character judgments about Matt from this I think, situation. I think this is also a good reminder that it is important to remember that until there are actual like hard receipts that it's just we conjecture. Yeah. And even there there were technically ones with I think Jenna, but those ended up all being fabricated. Fabricated. Um and, you know, it makes me think of, and I know we've talked about this briefly before, and again, Broads, I apologize if since our conversation actually hard, like, receipts have been released about this, but I remember the same thing, and we jumped on this, we're guilty of this, I'm not saying that we're not, but I, I then thought about it later, and we talked about this in an episode later, but I remember when Reality Steve put out all that stuff about Victoria Fuller before Peter's season about how she's a homewrecker and all this yeah. stuff. And we're like, there's all these people coming forward and all these receipts. And we never yeah. technically saw the receipts, nor I, again, I could be wrong, but I don't think we heard anyone actually like go on a podcast or anything really and actually talk no, about it. We didn't. And, uh, and I jumped on that board on that train and I was like, yeah, I don't get a good vibe. I don't think blah, right. blah, 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 blah. Right. And the thing is like at the end we of the day, know. It might be like maybe there was one situation where there was like a hookup with like an ex of a friend's and someone was like heartbroken. It was shitty behavior. But like maybe it wasn't like five husbands of like whatever. Like we never saw the receipts and we were just like, yes, this is true. And it's just not always that way. Anyway, time to wrap it up. (laughs) Done talking about this bullshit. And uh Oh, we got some great episodes this week. We got also another great episode for next week. So we are just hitting you broads back to back with the fire content. If I do say so myself. Oh, my goodness. And uh, we have we have a lot. We have. Yeah, we have our controversial guest on Thursday. You're going to want to tune in for that. That's quite a wild episode. Chatty bros on Friday. Another great guest like I on. I we got a lot. Fire, we have fire. a lot great coming out. And then you know what? In uh, in future upcoming episodes, I know we basically talked about my haunting and Matt and um, Rachel for this emergency bachelor up. But in and maybe an episode, ep- emergency haunting a bachelor, emergency up. haunting up. Uh, but maybe next week we will chat about. Uh, Katie's promo. We'll talk about uh, what you call it, Pete and Dustin's podcast. Mm. Uh, Colton documentary potentially happening. Question mark. Victoria Fuller talking about saving herself for marriage. <laughs> this is in quotations. I shouldn't laugh. Um, and all sorts of bachelor drama that we can discuss. So one day, stay one day, tuned. stay tuned for that, broads. But we're not going anywhere. And uh, chat soon. Chat soon. <laughs>